This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the kicks, Bill. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4042. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill. Ted Smith <gasps> and my card. Montgomery! And you are in the men's room. On tap today, the return of Who Sucks Less. Less. We will play profile this. Plus headlines, a men's room shout of the day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite, TV time with Tim. Click clap. Drink it and drive. All right, here we go. A man is dead because he went to work and ate someone else's lunch. Oh. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a 285-year-old lemon goes up for auction and fetches a bunch. Naked man barges into Florida store and ironically steals a shirt. Shocking the woman flying Frontier Airlines would drop her skirt. And a lost diamond wedding ring is found at a recycling center. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, on yesterday's award-winning program, our shot of the day featured a woman in Florida who went nuts at a local convenience store. She threatened to kill two employees with a vegetable peeler, destroyed some merchandise displays, but no one was surprised by her actions. Why? Because she walked into the store completely naked. And much the way Hawaiian means pineapple or California means avocado, naked seems to mean crazy. Florida gives us another example. 
A few months ago, a man went to the Bass Pro Shop and cannonballed into the store's aquarium. Again, no one was really surprised because he, too, got naked before he even entered the store. And then he did his cannonball. Before standing nude under the waterfall. Classy son of a bitch. And let's stay in Florida, shall we? During our headline segment yesterday, our very own Mike Hawk brought us the story of a man who'd been discharged from the hospital, but instead of leaving, he stayed in his medical gown and stood at the entrance and, quote, jiggled his testicles, asking strangers if they thought that they looked swollen. And look, we have countless headlines about more inexplicable nudity. Naked man jumps through neighbor's window. Man fends off nude home intruder with shovel. Naked man barges into church, and on and on and on it goes. Now look, sometimes you see nakedness, but we're not talking about in the bedroom or sexy time or anything along those lines. We're talking about those times where you were somewhere where, frankly, no one should be naked. And if they are naked, nobody really understands why. And that's what today's question is. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? To be a part of the big show, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like the men's room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's room at KISW.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Oh, but y'all, away we go. Welcome to Season 19, Episode number 4042. What a large and in charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future repeat. The exciting return of Who Sucks Less. Steve, I don't know how you do it. You find people in the news not doing nice things. And you take three stories and pit them against each other. It is up to us to determine, out of the three stories, which one sucks the least. How are we looking this week? Oh, these people are terrible people, and all of them are uh, taking advantage of other people to make money. That's the common thread through all of this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who sucks less is on the way. And uh, our question today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, nudity and uh, not the kind where uh, you expect to see nudity. We're not talking about going to a strip club. We're not talking about any of those things. Maybe you open the door on your grandmother and it was a, a sure. terrible sight. But there are a lot of situations where you know that there's a possibility of that happening. There are other situations where you never thought when you woke up this morning that you would see what you saw that day. Right. And we'll start with your shot of the day from yesterday, Steve. And it just seems like when we start getting these kind of stories, when we think about what we're going to talk about, some things just come in waves. They really do. And uh, this week has been one of those times where, for whatever reason, this seems to be a common thread going on. Even though it's January and it's probably not the ideal time of the year to get naked, a lot of people seemingly are, are doing that. 
And we start with a woman in St. Petersburg, Florida, who was naked and wielding a sharp-edged vegetable peeler. Is there such a thing as a sharp-edged vegetable peeler? Yeah, I think we just call them vegetable, vegetable peelers. Because they seem to be one of the ones that I... I it, it doesn't seem to cause that much of a danger when I have them. Well, my... it's not dangerous, but yeah. Yeah, they're sharp. I don't know that I would be particularly worried mm -hmm. if someone threatened my life yeah. with one. Well, she threatened a convenience store worker, uh, destroyed a Red Bull display, and then masturbated in front of a sheriff's deputy before being taken into custody on a variety of criminal charges. Investigators allege that Celia Barrett, who was 35, and I'm telling you what, that's a lot of 35 on that 35. Oh, yeah. Many years. She caused a drunken disturbance Sunday evening at the racetrack in St. Petersburg, Florida. And as you said uh, yesterday, Steve, racetrack is a gas station type convenience store, which is predominantly in the South. Yeah. Not sure if they do the wall wall thing with sandwiches or whatever, but they are everywhere down there. Upon arriving, Sands closed the store. She began yelling about being trespassed from the business the prior day. Uh, police warned uh, Barrett that she would be subject to arrest if she returned to racetrack. So right. whatever she did when she was there the day before, they said, look, you're barred. You can't yeah. come back in anymore. As detailed in a series of criminal complaints, after Barrett, peeler in hand, uh, showed up at the store around 6.40 p.m., she threatened not one but two workers, one of whom told police that Barrett said she would kill him. Uh, she proceeded to topple and break a display of Red Bull energy drinks and spill cigarettes from a carton that she tore open. So maybe she got behind the counter. I don't know how I that works out. You know, when you're naked, people give you a little leeway. When officers arrived at the racetrack, Barrett was still inside and still naked. Uh, prior to being taken into custody, she began masturbating in front of deputies. Uh, she reportedly admitted to being intoxicated and said she had consumed approximately six shots of liquor. Okay. I, I, I've had that many shots of liquor on any given night. Mm -hmm. You don't get naked and threaten people. No. Just saying. Charged with aggravated assault, disorderly intoxication, trespass. Do you believe her when she said six? Criminal mischief. I do, because I get the feeling there might be more going on in there. I believe she has six shots of liquor. She probably left out the meth, the heroin, and everything else. Yes. You know, but I just had six shots of liquor. Right. And mm -hmm. smoked meth, sure. What are the other? But look, like I said... There's no way you're surprised that's going to happen. One, if you work at a convenience store, just assume every customer's a lunatic. But beyond that, if they walk into your store naked, nothing mm -hmm. good is going to happen, right? Isn't this no. just a general... Well, first of all, you've already been kicked out yesterday. Mm -hmm. And there was no mention of the fact that she was naked that day. Right. So this was something so, new. But look, even if you had never... If you've never seen this woman before, if she walks into my store naked and we're working together, I nudge you and go like, this is going to be an S show. Like, mm -hmm. nothing good or normal happens from the point that someone walks into your place of business naked. Yeah, well, it, it depends. She it, was already it, naked. It, 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 okay, I mean, look, so it's bad if they strip down when they get in your business. You might not see that coming. I'm just saying she mm -hmm. took out all the surprises and said, no, no, I'm going to walk in naked. And you go like, oh, Jesus Christ, H here we go. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm not going to be happy that it did. All right, but, but, it, but human nature, and not just vanity, but human nature... If she would have been reasonably attractive... They'd have been more patient. All right. If I saw her mugshot and it, she was a smoke show or mm -hmm. she was she was attractive, I'd be like, man, I'd like to be in the racetrack that day. Or early in closed-circuit television it, it, video. It just depends on the situation. This situation was not but in But only category. briefly, right? Because she's still... She could be hot, but she's still tipping over the Red Bull, 
Terrence, you still want That's her to upset. leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're happy that if you're going to be naked, I hope you are good looking. Right? I know you're going to cause a problem because you walked into my store naked. I get it. But at least if you're hot. Right. No, if I, if I take my shirt off and walk into a 7-Eleven and destroy the place and it's on video and they show a picture of me, people are going to be like, oh, God. If it was Zac Efron or whoever took off his shirt and walked <laughs> in there, like, you know, anybody who's going to be attracted to, you know, Zac Efron. Oh, my God. I wish I was there that day. Oh, sure. But not I mean, like, I think people could wish they were there, but she's still, I'm a thrill. Like, even if she's just drop-dead smoke show, she walks in naked and starts destroying stuff. Like, that lead, you don't really I, care. I, but I yeah. want to clarify. Even with her, I wish I was there as long as I'm not one of the employees. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, like, I'm just shopping there, and this goes down. Like, this is not my problem, but I can't wait to see yeah, how this ends. There was a video that was probably about three and a half minutes long of a woman. And it looked like it was probably a chain restaurant, like a, either a Ruby Tuesdays or maybe an Outback Steakhouse. One that just has a kind of a square bar in the middle of yeah. the restaurant. Everything else is around it. And this was in Florida as well. And she goes in there and she proceeds to strip naked. And then she goes behind the bar. Oh, I remember her, yeah. And she starts throwing bottles everywhere. Like, and, I, and she's barefoot. I can't believe that she didn't cut her feet or whatever the deal is. But I watched the entire three-and-a-half-minute <laughs> video just because this woman was reasonably attractive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did. And she's nuts, obviously. I mean, she... Oh, she was a little nuts. She was worse than this lady we're talking much, about now. Much, She destroyed basically everything. All the top-shelf liquor, just throwing it and screaming. In, and there's like one manager or somebody who's an employee <laughs> in the bar just looking like, what in the hell are we supposed to do? Wait for her to finish. I mean, what is he going to do, man? Like, so once somebody gets naked, you go, like, call the cops. I'm not, I'm not dealing with you. Right. And if I'm a cop, you get tased. Yeah. People do bad things. We know that. But if you got to do it naked, I got to tase you. Like, if you rob a bank, I understand. Shouldn't rob a bank. If you tell me they robbed the bank naked, nah, I'm just irritated. Like, I don't want to have to tackle you. I don't want to have to chase you. I don't want to put your sweaty, bloody ass in the back of my cruiser. No. Like, you just made this worse. Uh, it can yeah, be literate. Like, right? Like, I worked at a bar, you know, College Parks where the University of Maryland is. Yeah. I have dealt with a lot of very hot women. I was 19. They're 21, 22. Super hot, but like, just get the f out of the bar, <laughs> right? right? You know, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, you're just be, you're just a bad customer. Uh-huh. I follow a uh, a thing on uh, Instagram. What the uh, f uh, Portland, right? Yeah, and the, nudity is a very common thing in downtown Portland. It I mean, should not be unexpected. These are landmarks where I know <laughs> where that person is. Oh yeah, they are downtown, like the Rose Parade route. They, I mean, downtown, downtown Portland. Yeah. Just either walking normally down the street naked, or some are dancing, some are losing their mind, uh, some are waving to people. It's just, it's, it, it, you know, you think you've seen some crap in Seattle. I, I, I realize this is, this site is just for that, but it, it is. It's, but it's, it's, it's always it's, the same thing. And to me, the more troubling person is the worst person who's just walking. Like mm-hmm. if you're naked and dancing, I go, all right, man, they're freaking out. Whatever's going on is going on. When you're just walking, like there's nothing weird happening, right? Like, that person bothers. Yeah. Now we go to the villages in Florida, which is another one of those locations that absolutely, when it comes to the news, some of the most bizarre crap you've ever heard in your life. There was a guy in there yesterday. He walked into a restaurant, randomly put uh, punched an employee in the face, a woman. Yeah. Then he went across the street to another restaurant and punched an employee there in the face. Mm. Walked out. They finally caught who the guy was. But he said that somebody, uh, one of those two restaurants, had stolen his golf cart. Yeah, so that's what happened. Sure. That, yeah, they, they had no idea what the hell was going on. But this story is when you're entering the villages down in Florida. A patient was arrested after lifting his gown and jiggling his genitals while standing at the entrance of the village's hospital. 
Darren Malinsky, who's 51, had been discharged from the hospital, but was still wearing his gown when he was standing at the entrance at about 6.30 a.m. Saturday morning. He lifted his gown, showed his penis and testicles, and was asking passersby to check his bees. He was seeking opinions as to whether they appeared to be swollen. Are they supposed to be that small? A woman who was visiting the hospital was among those to whom Malinsky exposed himself, according to the report. Some of the witnesses interviewed by police said Malinsky, who stands 5'7", and weighs about 230 pounds, was then jiggling his genitals when he lifted the gown. That's the only description. Not shaking them, not bouncing them. The only quote that comes up from everyone who witnesses... Jiggling. They yes. Jiggling. jiggling. Now, That's what everyone's, every person, oh no, he was jiggling. Yeah. The arrest report listed uh, Malinsky as homeless, but records indicate he previously lived with his 85-year-old father in the villages. So no word on if his father passed on, got put into a, a, a sure, senior sure. care center, or just got kicked out. But either way, he was arrested on a charge of indecent exposure and booked at the county detention center. Bond was set at $1,000. That seems to be the Florida standard. One thousand dollars. Right. If it's a misdemeanor, it's a thousand dollars. And if it's really stupid, it's like two fifty. And now we go to the not so friendly skies. As a Philadelphia woman is facing charges after she caused an interference, they say, on a Frontier Airlines flight in what became a viral moment. United States Attorney Jacqueline Romero announced that uh Dulce Hureta, uh Hirtis, who is sixty, was arrested and charged by criminal complaint with interference with a flight crew members and attendants, uh, simple assault and indecent exposure on a Frontier Airline flight from Orlando to Philly. She faces a maximum possible sentence of 21 years and three months in prison, three years of supervised release, and a $355,000 fine. I do not think that what she did qualifies for 21 years. I do not. Either. Flight attendant served uh, what they said was two alcoholic drinks to the woman. Complaint said as the plane was about to land at Philadelphia International Airport, a Frontier flight attendant saw the woman get out of her seat. She stands up and says, I have to pee. The flight attendant told the suspect that she needed to stay seated, and she began yelling and cursing at the attendant before sitting back down in her seat. Now, once the plane landed, the complaint says Huertas started cursing at passengers all around her. The flight attendant then asked another attendant to call security to assist at the arrival gate. They then called the captain and explained the situation. The captain made an announcement instructing all passengers to please remain seated. Now, upon arrival at the gate, but before any plane doors were open, they say the woman resumed her aggressive behavior, pushing passengers out of the way as she moved to the front of the plane. She approached the front bathroom on the plane, but was stopped by the flight attendants as they were disarming the main cabin door. They say the woman then said, sorry, everybody, and pulled her pants and underwear down as she squatted as to urinate in the aisle. But here's the thing, Mike. Don't rush to judgment. She displayed her private parts, and notably there were children around. She did not urinate. Which makes it worse. But she then stood up, pulled her underwear and pants back up, and then once again began cursing at passengers. And once again, she approached the front of the plane and told a flight attendant, let me pass, let me pass, as the attendant stood in the way to allow another flight attendant once again to disarm the main cabin door. She allegedly... (laughs) (laughs) She then uh, used her belly to bump the flight attendant... But was unsuccessful in her attempt to get past. Do we all have the same image in our head right now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the suspect then yelled, 
cursed, and threatened to kill multiple passengers. The investigation by the Federal Bureau of Investigation and Air Marshal Service is ongoing, but uh, that's it. So, say all of this goes down, you're on the plane, somebody threatens to kill you, you get out of your seat, hit him in the temple to drop him. Have I committed a crime? Because to me, if you threaten to kill me, then I take precautions to avoid that. Whoever you might be, right? So you've done all this. Like, would I get in trouble, too? I mean, they'll probably like take you off the flight. They take, well, we've already I mean, landed, had a so I'm weapon, okay with that I now. think that's different. But, like, if it's just some crazy person that's like, I'm going to kill you. And, I, like, look, I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong, but you stand up and drop them. Yeah, then they'll probably, well, well, they're probably been, miss the flight. But I don't know that you... I just, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I mean, honestly, because if you're there with your kids, and that's the difference. Like, if this crazy lady's going off and it's just me, I don't care. I just want to get off the plane. If my kids are sitting there and you say that, like, you're getting jacked, man. That's a guarantee. But am I going to get in trouble? I know, it's it's, like, it's like crazy people on the street, though. Like, I don't know what that line is of, like, an immediate danger. First of all, if you right. were being assaulted, if she were to punch if you... If she assaults me, I get Game it. on. Yeah. But, yeah. but there have been cases where I have seen uh, passengers lose their mind, and either they are uh, beginning to attack someone and doing whatever they're doing, and then they are physically restrained by the other passengers. Yeah. I've also seen where they've been restrained by other passengers and duct taped to the seat yep. by other passengers. Not by the flight crew. I mean, the flight crew. But might you got to figure the flight crew is not going to press charges against it. Like, yeah, they disrupted the flight, but we're going to go ahead and not press charges against the people that duct taped the idiot to the seat. What was the uh, What was the movie? Bridesmaids with uh, McCarthy and all those. Yeah. Uh, pe- okay, so there is. Is there still? Because she was talking to the air mark or the. Uh, What's that? She was seated with the air marshal. Yeah. Yes. Was that was that bridesmaid? She was seated yeah. beside. The air marshal guy and kept calling him out and he kept denying. Yes. Right. Correct, but but eventually, but but eventually he he springs into action. For right sure. now, are those guys still on those planes. You're not yeah. supposed to know because you would think that if a situation arose to that level, then it's time for that person to spring into action and either identify. I, mean, I don't themselves. think they're on every flight. But yeah, there's definitely air marshals on some flights. And also, look, if I'm an air marshal, like I said, once you get naked, like yeah, I'm not. <laughs> like, sorry, but that's man. your job. I'm not. What I'm about not it? Same with the cop. Naked. Same with no. the cop. Cop no, doesn't no, want no. to deal with that. My job is to keep the plane from being hijacked. It is to keep people yeah. safe. We've Thank landed. You. That's not safe. We that have taxi to the gate. Basically, if they just open the door, we can get them with the skyway. But, but, but when, you, when, you, when, you, pee, when you when you yeah. approach the door in the front of yeah, the yeah. aircraft, that that's the no go zone. Sure. So once you get up there near that door or near the uh, you know the the door to the cockpit, you're probably right. I'm saying if it's me and you're naked, no. Like I said, if I'm a cop and you're naked, you get tased. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they don't encourage that. But like, look, man, you made the decision to make it weird. All right. Yes. Yeah. Once you make it weird, I got to take extra precautions. And although you think to yourself, "Oh hell, they can't get in that door. There's no way they can kick that door down or open the door, the main cabin door, all that <laughs> stuff." Hell, when the door blew off that plane, guess what happened to the cockpit door? <laughs> It flew the hell open. Really? The vacuum of the air blew. Oh, it pulled it open? It pulled that door. So you think that's a secure door. Ah, well, you hope your door doesn't pull. Yeah, right. I mean, situation. But in that situation, that thing, boom, popped right open, man. <laughs> what like, do you think they saw? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is his head in his lap? Like, uh, nothing to see here. Close the curtain. Why are they drinking? Because <laughs> it's auto. That's yeah. why. I think it's an open Playing, playing with the actual joystick. <laughs> when, uh, when did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. 
99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. A quick text here says, My husband works at a popular convenience store. Which, no offense, probably the worst place to work if you don't want to see unexpected nudity. But he said he had a tweaker walk in completely naked, except for his boots. The guy stole a 12-pack of beer by hiding it behind his back. Now, my husband said they all knew what was happening, but no one wanted to confront and chase the naked dude for a case of beer. That's probably why he did it. If I walk in here naked, I'm going to grab this. anything I want. <laughs> no one's going to stop me. That's I the think plan. that's fair, especially for a 12-pack of beer. Like, just just let him down. I, I, I guarantee yeah. it. And this bag of chips, huh? Yeah, and, and give me a pack of Marble Reds while you're at it, because I'm staying naked until you do. Probably the most expensive thing you buy. It's probably the cigarettes, yeah. Which is sad. Actually, yeah, a pack of cigarettes versus, we said, 12-pack of beer. 12-pack of pack 14. Smokes? What's a pack of smokes? It depends where you go, right? So convenience 12, stores charge more, right. hence the convenience. Yeah, 12, anywhere from 12 to 13, 14 bucks. 12-pack of beer. Probably a little, couple, grabbing, couple dollars more, maybe. 15. I'm grabbing the Beast. Milwaukee's best. It's still expensive. For a 12-pack of Milwaukee's best? In Washington State, the taxes well, are expensive. yeah, yeah. that's especially, a good point. Especially in the city. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Hello, John. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So, um, I was in Europe on a beer trip because I sell beer, so they sent me there to learn about beer. This is John, John. We know John. We've had beer with you, man. Yeah. Yes, you have. Did they send you all around Europe for different styles, or did you just go to one location, like Belgium or something like that? No, there was this Germany. importing group, and they represent the kind of the best beers of Europe. So they sent key people from their distributors around the U.S. to go for a week-long trip to Belgium, England, and Germany. And, like, whirlwind, like, drink, eat, party, wake up, fly somewhere else, drink, eat, party, repeat for a week. In a perfect world, I call that a vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds kind of <laughs> sounds awesome. It's a tough job, but, you know, that's why I'm here. Uh, so the first stop was Germany, and they greeted us at the airport with a, a van and a cargo trailer with folding table chairs and glasses and a keg. And they poured us beers on the side of the street, and the cops are screaming at them like, dude, you can't do that. And they're like, well, we are. So... Off we go to the hotel, spend the day eating and drinking, drinking and eating. Um, apparently, European hotel rooms are a little different than American ones in how their doors lock. All right. So I thought, you know, we got to get on a train the next morning at like 5 a.m. in Munich to head over to England. Well, I'm going to be smart and get a shower the night before, right? Okay. I get a shower. I'm wasted. I'm naked. I make a wrong turn. I hear a click behind me. I'm out in the hallway. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Do you have a towel uh, on at least, or are you just butt-ass no, naked? No. Nothing. Nothing. I'm soaking wet, butt-naked, in the hallway of this Germany hotel, and it's like four-something or other. And the guy I'm sharing a room with is busy smoking hash with some dude he met uh, somewhere, <laughs> nice. somewhere down there. Well, we're in Germany, and someone's like, hey, man, I have some German hash. Do you want to smoke it? You say, yeah, right? So <laughs> I would. Uh, I think it says that in the brochure. Uh, if anyone right. offers you hash while in Germany, smoke it with them. Yeah. 
Well, it's like, you know, what are you going to do? Some cart. Because they always have like a master key on the housekeeping cart, right? Or you would think that would be a good place to look. So I'm going up and down the elevator, up and down stairs, completely naked. And I find the housekeeping cart and there's no key on it. Like, son of a has anyway. anyone seen you naked yet being on the stairwell and in the elevator? Because I got to no. tell you, I know you, and you're a big dude, and if the elevator door open, and I don't know you, and your big wet ass is standing there, I'm not getting on the elevator. So I, after I wandered down the grand staircase, and this is like a really nice hotel, and I'm like, you know, there's artwork on the walls and really cool stuff to look at. So I go down to the front desk. I'm like, well, that's where the keys are. I'll just grab a key and figure out how this thing works and program my own key. Meanwhile, I'm completely wasted and have no idea what I'm doing. So I'm rummaging around the front desk. Nobody there. Apparently no cameras either. Um, and no luck. So then I'm like, well, I'll just jump back in the elevator. I'll go up to the spa where at least there should be some towels. All right. right. Now you're thinking. I'm glad that you yeah. walked around naked before you thought to go to the spa and grab a towel. Yeah. yeah. So I get in the elevator, go up, get off at the top floor or whatever, and the door's open, and one of the other guys on my trip is standing there, like, staggering. And I know you've seen The Simpsons and the Nelson character who points. Yeah, and, and hey, hey. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So this dude <laughs> points and laughs at me and gives me the Nelson laugh and wobbles down the hall and goes into his room and slams the door. And I'm like, dude, Help the brother out. And he's like, no way, man. Uh -uh. You're on your own. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I go to the spa, no towels. But they do have these, like, really thin chase lounge mattresses that are, like, red mattresses. Yeah. So I take one of them, wrap it around myself, and I sit down next to my door waiting for my roommate to come home, looking like a bacon-wrapped pig, right? <laughs> I'm literally like a pig wrapped in a red mattress and finally give up and bust the door in and pass out on the floor. You pass out on the floor? Yeah. Now, did you get anything? Did you get any grief for this? Like from the people that organized the trip? Like, hey, we know you're oh, naked yeah. and all, but you can't kick open your door. Oh, well, well, the funny part was after I passed out, my roommate came home with his newfound buddy with a hash and then, you know, woke up. And talk, like, dude, what happened to the door? I'm like, I was waiting for you. And why are you naked on the floor? I'm like, don't worry about it. What are we going to do about that guy? He's like, well, we'll blame the door on that homeless guy with the hash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we all get on the train. And then it takes about five minutes before the guy in charge of the tour gets the phone call. Like, what happened in room number six, whatever. And, uh... He just stares me down. I'm like, dude, I told him the story. I'm like, man, I'm really sorry. It wasn't an act of vandalism. It was an act of desperation. And uh, I'll pay for it. And the, once they heard the story, like the people who owned the brewery were laughing their butt. And they ended up trading the local carpenter like a keg of beer to come fix the door jam. And it all worked out. But there you right. go. I'm not allowed to travel for my company anymore. You're not allowed to travel? Well, not to Europe, anyway. I think when you do something like that, I can see even they're like, man, look, I didn't get the lock on the door. Sorry. But your wife still yeah. goes over there, right? Oh, she goes all the time. <laughs>
But you're not allowed. The company will not allow you to travel. To, what if they said South America? I'm on kind of like a no-fly. I'm on like double secret probate. Call it that. <laughs> Are you not allowed to take any trips with the company or just not out of country? Uh, they don't really offer when they come up. I'm not really on the list of people that they... <laughs> just because of this one incident? I think so. I but think you did it naked. I'm telling you. If you just kick the door because you're drunk but fully clothed, they go, John, man, oh, man, we'll fly you back in a pilot. But, but you no, did it no, naked. No, 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 I think it's more. I think, it, I think it's more reasonable under the circumstances than if he was fully clothed. Do you think they had this conversation look, in HR? Look, I, I, I think I, I went, I went to take a shower. I accidentally went out in the hallway. The door closed behind me. The door locked. I am naked. I was in desperate. You Did know, you hear the whole story? There was nobody at the front. You desk. went up and down on the elevator naked. You walked up and down the staircase. Right, tried to find you somebody. tried to charge your own yes, card behind the desk. Now this I understand. But if you just came home and you kicked the door down with your shoes on and your clothes on, then I got what the hell are you doing, dude? Which I was this drunk. Made, this makes sense to me. Sort of. It was desperate times, desperate measures. I get. I'm just saying. I feel like yeah, naked makes everything na- worse. Right. You're naked and hammered. <laughs> well, either way, I'm hammered. How was that not a show? Yeah. Naked and yeah, hammered. Yeah, naked and hammered. I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. Hell, I did, I was not that bad. And I've told this before, but the first time we went to Mexico, my wife gets this nice-ass room in whatever hotel we're in. Wake up in the middle of the night and have to pee. No big deal. But I kind of regain consciousness and realize I'm peeing on a potted palm tree, but it is outside of my room. And where it was, this was kind of an open-air balcony, but three different rooms shared this one balcony, and then the pool for the entire hotel is up there. So when we opened our door, the pool's right there, as well as two other like bungalows, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but the door's locked. And now I realize I'm standing outside naked. And this is, I don't know what time in the morning, but obviously this is not, not a time where a lot of people are out. And I'm just like, oh my God. One, I peed in a tree. Two, I'm butt naked. Directly above the tree is the camera for the hotel. So I'm just like, Jesus, right? But there's nothing you can do. So... I'm doing, like, the light tap on the door. Finally, my wife opens the door. I want to say, we've been drinking tequila, like, all day leading up to this. So she's not trying to get out of bed, but she does. And she opens the door, and she looks at me. She goes, why are you naked? I said, man, I locked myself out. And she knows me. So she goes, did you pee in that goddamn tree back there? And I'm like, no, yes. I'm like, I'm so, man, I thought it was a toilet, whatever. Just let me back in. She lets me back in, kind of shaking her head. We pass out. Wake up the next morning. Here's where it gets annoying. When I wake up the next morning... I realize the curtains to our room, uh, they're taking in the gentle breeze, but they're blowing in toward the bed because the sliding glass door that I walked out of, I didn't even close it behind me. I walked back around to the proper entrance to the room, so I could have just Just walked back back through the sliding glass door and never told my wife that I was naked and peed in the tree. But we're both just like, oh my God, but she didn't notice either. So we get up that morning, go down for breakfast, and it's a fairly small hotel. Like I said, they have cameras. No one said anything, but I could tell that whoever was working security had already shown the video to everyone who's working the morning mm-hmm. shift. Because when I came down that morning, I mean, they greeted me with the biggest smiles. And, How are you feeling? Like, nobody said anything, you know, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I know they showed the video of me paying. My wife's like, because you peed in a tree, dumbass. I'm like, I know. When did you uh, witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Holden. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So, there's this guy at our uh, local gym, and he's he's a big talker. He loves to uh, give lots of advice, and he has a pretty strong accent, so sometimes it's hard to hear him. But one day, we were in our uh, locker room on our way out, 
and we were sitting on the bench, me and my younger brother, and he comes out of the showers completely unclothed and just starts really offering all the advice he has. We, we really couldn't get out of there. Advice and on what? So he didn't walk out of the shower. Right. He walked out oh, of the right. he walked out of the locker room. He we were in the locker room section, but there's a shower section in front of us, and okay. he left the shower section naked completely and was just standing right in front of us and trying to give us some lifts he really thought we needed to learn. Yeah, locker room guy shows up. You go to any gym, there's always a couple locker room guys. They just like to chat yeah, naked. Yeah, and typically older. Not, not yeah. always, for whatever reason, the older you get, it just seems like, I mean. You care less. YMCA, I, my grandfather used to take me there as a kid. I was just dumbfounded by the fact that all these old men. Everyone's naked, right? They're just talking about business and stuff, but they're in no hurry to get dressed. They they communal shower, you know, they walk out of the locker room, you know, they're just taking their time. <laughs> Last thing they put on seems like their underwear. I'm just, you know, as a kid, you're really shy, and you're like, I'm going to put on my... I'm, yeah. I'm trying to rip my underwear on. Even, even as an adult, like haven't dried I, off yet. You don't mind as much, and like the the sauna, like the steam rooms, one thing. Sure, so if it's all guys, like I, you know, you go in there naked. But at a certain point in the locker room, right? Because I have some buddies that are members of like nice gyms. Yeah, and you can have like a beer in the locker room. But I, I like if I'm going to sit there and have a beer and chat with you, I'm, I'm putting on underwear. Yeah, and I prefer you did or a towel. That's all. I just don't want to look at your junk. We ask, man. Yeah. Like, look, I understand why you're naked. I understand it's circumstantial, but like, if we're going to engage in a conversation that's more than, what'd you think of the game last night? Like, come on, man. Just put your junk away. Well, weren't you having a conversation with somebody in a river one time? What? That was naked? That was naked. And they well, were just... I wasn't talking to that guy. <laughs> the issue with that dude was, and there was a few <laughs> naked people in there, which is fine, but he stood. He stood right at the line <laughs> of the water line. So it's like when you looked over, you couldn't see his, like you didn't want to look down at it. Right. But he was standing, like he never got any deeper. He never got any shallower. <laughs> he was just right there. Snorkeling. So, right. So like as was you're Was it past, like floating on the water? Is it dipped in? No, it's in dipped in, but you're just, every time you scan the river, you couldn't help but just stare at this guy and be like, is he got to pull it out or is what? It, is, it, uh, is it cold? Is oh, that water is frigid. See, that would... Yeah, that probably steer me away. But from I'm it. telling you, Mike, he stood. I mean, look, I'll tell you the, the God's honest truth. He stood there the whole time. So at first, I kind of noticed it, but I'm wearing shades. Yeah. But then even a couple people that I'm with are like, "Jesus, man!" And there's always <laughs> a lot of naked people on this river. In or out, buddy. This guy was so confident, but he never moved. And at one point, <laughs> his friends were leaving. His two chicks, and he goes. Bring down some more Molly and some more beers. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, now you're barking orders? Right. Like, at this point, just show everybody your junk or not. Because <laughs> right. it's killing me because the water line is right there. It's a male Which makes it of, worse. Yes. A male equivalent of side boob right there. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm, and, just, and also, that water is freezing. I love swimming in it. I don't know how he stood there the whole time. Mm -hmm. I, I think the first time I, I saw I think it was the Molly. Yeah, no kidding. First time I saw someone <laughs> naked on a beach, was it? we were in the Bahamas, and somebody yelled shark. I was not in the water. And there was a shark, but it was like a three-foot-long shark. And they were more yelling shark, like, we're excited that this little shark. But after Jaws... Is it a baby shark? <laughs> yes, it was a baby shark. Uh, but when you scream shark, I mean, we get it. Everyone runs out of the water. And I just, like, I don't know, maybe 40 people are out there. And they all come charging toward the beach. But there's one dude, and he's probably older than everyone else, but he's maybe 45. So not super old, but... Dude comes running out of the beach, and when he gets to waist high, I always remember he had red trunks, and when he kind of got to that point in the water, his trunks just ripped down with weight. He kept running. 
a massive amount of pubic hair. I just, I can't unsee that. And, like, throws himself onto the beach. All right? And it's already, I'm kind of chuckling. I'm about 14 years old when I see this. But then you hear this super angry woman getting out of the water behind him. He ditched his wife in the water. And she <laughs> was living. I think that's... If it's a, I'm sorry, man. Well, man I, I've told I, my I, wife, if it's a shark or a chimpanzee, man, you're on your own. There's nothing I, I can do. I'm not even going to feign like I I'm not I even going to apologize. I wouldn't. No. I'm like, look, that's just the way it goes sorry, down. Sorry, man. I don't care who you are. Yeah. If it's a shark or a chimp, yeah. you're on the your own. The only two people I'm saving are my dog and my kid. <laughs> and even then, it depends on the animal. When, uh, when did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-RIDE. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 